hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. I am your host, The Wayfair, here as always with the captain of the igloo. Uh, before we start our episode, we're going to go ahead and knock out our housekeeping items. As always, make sure you follow us at the Self-Med Pod on Instagram. Uh, tune in on every DSP except for title. Maybe not Spotify. We'll see what Joe Button says. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what, what Button says. Yeah, make sure you follow us uh, on IG. Uh, leave a comment, rate, review, subscribe, or wherever you're listening to this, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever the fuck. Stitcher, yeah. all that there shit. We, we in there. Um, yeah, I grabbed the Stitcher one for you this time. <laughs> I'll, I'll see um, if you don't get it. <laughs> for sure. We have a very special organic shout out uh, this week. Um, we're going to do RIP for Chadwick Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman passed away, what would that be, Friday? I believe so, yeah, like Friday evening. Yeah, passed away Friday evening um, after a battle with colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, huge rest in peace. It's been wild to see how impactful. Yeah. He has been And it also is interesting too You know he battled with colon cancer Privately for four years Yeah um, And to think about the movies that he did In the last four four years Is very very interesting too it's, you, you can tell he was on a mission mm-hmm. um, So yeah man Rest in peace to, um, to Chadwick Boseman Black Panther Jackie Robinson Thurgood Marshall yep. Like yeah. <laughs> he got a of a yeah, that's a uh, James Brown. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a resume. Now right it there. makes sense why he did all these biopics. I just thought that was his thing, but I think he just wanted to put, portray these like really impactful characters yep. within the black community. So it makes more sense now. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so shout out to Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Um, love to all his family and friends as well. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast for, oh shit, I don't know what date. Monday, August 31st, right? There we go. Yeah. Hey, it's lit. Yep. Uh, I don't know why I know that. I think I had a deadline for work that I'm not going to make. I was going to say, it doesn't sound like you will be. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what it is. This is Self-Medicated Podcast. I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quinn Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow. Because I know absolutely nothing. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the box hunter, aka one pop poppy, aka the bottom feeder. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, how's your week been, man? What you been up to? Uh, it's been super busy, man. Um, but in a good way. It went by fast, pretty smooth. So you know, I can't complain. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a very tumultuous week though, low key. And it, it, earlier I mean, this outside week, of my yeah, it's a lot, a lot of shit going on. Yeah, I wonder. Um, <laughs> it's so weird, bro. The time time is just moving in a very weird fashion. Because um, Kenosha situation happened, mm. a black man was killed in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But it's like an hour away from here, right? Uh yeah, if, if that yeah yeah it's right it's basically here, <laughs> and um, 
yeah, uh, what's his name? James Jacob Blake. Uh, Jacob Blake. Yeah. Jacob Blake uh, was shot and shot in the back seven times. Seven times. Getting into the car with his kids uh, by the police, and then right after that happened at the protest uh, for that situation, a seventeen-year-old kid murdered, shot, and murdered two protesters. Um, on some Team Blue Lives Matter shit. So yeah, that's a lot. That all of that happened last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and then uh, and then the NBA bubble situation where they you know boycotted the games and all the sports world followed. But like all of that was earlier this week. It seems yeah. like so long ago. It was only in the second half of the week at that. It wasn't even right. like this happened over the course of a week. It was exactly. like two three days. All exactly. of that shit happened. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, this week's news cycle has been insane, to say the least. To say the very least. Um, anything you looking forward to this week? Yeah, uh, we haven't talked about it, but I've been really fucking with the um, HBO show Lovecraft Country um, with uh, Jordan Peele. Okay. It's uh, I'm not even a big sci-fi fan, but this is like a. Dope sci-fi show Based around black people in the 1950s So if you're familiar With H.P. Lovecraft It kind of borrows from one of his books Well not his book but a, a Author wrote a book inspired by H.P. Lovecraft's okay. writing So they adopted that book And um, made a show out of it it's, it's a really good show Really great acting Really good um, directing Full of plot twists Oh in it yeah, Omar. Omar coming. Right. <laughs> he plays the main character's father. The main character um, is a Atticus. young black dude. Yeah, Atticus went to uh, went to the Korean War to kind of get away from his family because his father was a drunk and his mother passed away when he was young. Mm. His father ended up missing, and he it takes. They're from Chicago, so was, mm. that's kind of dope. Um, I want to say they were in Bronzeville in the nineteen fifties. Okay. So you really don't hear that much about that part of Chicago. If you ever do uh, Chicago back in that time, is white gangsters. Yeah. So it's dope that they went to the black people for that part. Um, it's dope. Um, if you like sci-fi, if you don't like sci-fi, it's good. It's kind of gory for some people. To me, it's, it seemed normal because it's a nigga desensitized to that right. shit. But <laughs> I would highly recommend it. It's only on episode three at this point when you hear this podcast. So if you want to catch up, you got. Three episodes to put in If you want to be like Troy And wait five years from later Yep It'll probably be dope That's what too. I'm going to do <laughs> um, I, I talked to your father And apparently he does the same thing So I see That's where I get it from Yeah That's uh, exactly where I get it from Because <laughs> I, I just can't be held hostage bro <laughs> Especially if it's good Like I'm, I'm I, I can't um, And Journey Smollett is in this too So she shout is. out to her She is Shout and, out uh, to Courtney her And Courtney B. Vance Shout out to her He does He plays his uncle So yeah It's a uh, pretty good Cast as well Okay Okay I'm um I'm looking forward To two things I'm looking forward To round two Of the NBA playoffs mm. And I'm looking forward To Brandy and Monica Today I guess Yeah um, So we'll talk about Both of these But I want to talk about The NBA bubble Real quick In the playoffs So you're still not Watching the playoffs yet Right Yeah I mean I just don't have time I got you I would watch Like I wanted to watch The closing game Of the uh, Lakers and Blazers But mm-hmm. I just At the time I was out 
sleeping, yeah. doing shit. I was, I was out, out and tripping. sleep. Out and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense. I was sleeping, then I was out, so I didn't get to rewatch it. But yeah, I know y'all heard about you. It's was getting it in. Oh, I was lit, lit yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, the... Um, so the playoffs is actually really good. I'm fucking with it, maybe because there ain't shit else to watch in mm. terms of sports. Uh, I'm still not. I, I, it's not baseball season yet to me. Yeah. So like I, I can't really watch baseball games yet, which is weird. Um, but the NBA basketball has been really, really good for the most part. Um, yeah, it's been some good game matchups. Yeah, Luca and um is well. They played today and they got eliminated today or yesterday. They did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Yesterday. They played the Clippers. Clippers closed them out. Okay. Um. The Celtics won Game One against the Raptors. They blew their really? asses out. Yep. I didn't see that. Okay. Um. Lakers closed yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh. Closed out the Blazers. Who else is in Miami? Is playing. Uh, who Who's you? Miami going to play? Are they still waiting on their matchup? Mm, yes. Isn't Orlando in there or something? Oh, so they're going to play. Yeah, see the Bucks and Magic. They play whoever wins that series, right? Right. So that's who they right. play. Yeah. And that's, that's the other. Yeah, I thought yeah. the Magic was still in there. I don't know how. <laughs> they about to get it. They, yeah, they, they, they had that first one against the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, they did close them out. Okay, so it was Bucks versus Heat. Yeah, that's gonna be a good series. No, it's not. They're, they're gonna. They might win one game. You think the Bucks? <laughs> no, the Heat. The might Heat win. might win one game. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people be sleeping on the Heat, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna be sleeping at home real soon. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Celtics Raptors should probably be a good series. Uh, is it Lakers Clippers next? No, Lakers probably. I Lakers Jazz That's yeah. gonna be a good series That's gonna be mm. interesting Donovan Mitchell Is gonna continue To go crazy I'd rather I'd rather see Nuggets Lakers I think that'd just be More Joke interesting Against AD That's not gonna be one. <laughs> Joke is too slow But yeah. <laughs> That would be interesting To watch I think Position wise They're not Comparable Like Right but they're the two tallest niggas on the court, so they're going to be guarding each other. I mean, part. you might put Dwight or Javel McGee on Jokic. Cause I will, I don't so want they can save AD for offense and have. Because Dwight, you don't expect him to tribute, co- contribute a bunch um, offensively, offensively. But you, you know, you can I think I would rather rim. have. Yeah, I'd rather have Dwight than McGee because Jokic shoots. So to pull him out the paint, I'd rather have Dwight's. Athleticism to be able to come out and guard the perimeter and be able to yeah. like handle back there. I mean, Javel McGee, I am not trusting him out there on the perimeter. He's been bro. decent this year. He ain't been on no goofy shit. That's true. Um, yeah, this should be interesting. Uh, predictions on the Thunder Rockets? Definitely the Rockets, especially since Westbrook is back. But um, oh yeah, he needed that break. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the little protest break. Protest break. <laughs> so I think the Rockets have closed that one out. Um Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do in that second round because I think I think then they would have to play uh LA, the Clippers. Yep. Yeah, so, um, so yeah. Well, <laughs> ain't ready for that quiet one. For them. 
Yeah. Uh, is Pat Beverly back yet? I don't think so. I don't even know what his injury was, to be honest. It was like a calf or something. Uh, okay. They, they might have just sat him out for the first round just to rest. Yeah. How you feel about your boy Dame? Are you upset he didn't get a chance to play more in the series after his injury? or? Um, no, I'm happy that he's hurt and could not beat the Lakers. <laughs> That's how I feel they about that. They weren't going to beat the Lakers anyways, but yeah. It was way more possible. I think that one win gave people a lot of false hope. Same thing with the Orlando Magic and the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I got a my barber. He was he's a huge Mellow fan. Uh, he's like, yeah, Portland in six. I was like, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> Portland is. <in six. laughs> you think the Lakers only win two games? Right. Nah, <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, um, so. LeBron gonna be the MVP? That's a good question. I have no idea who the MVP of the season is going to be. Because it's basically two halves to the season. Mm-hmm. I think he could have earned it the first half. I don't know about the bubble because the bubble, it seems like kind of those second tier stars yep. were really going off more than the higher first tier. So I'm not sure how that's going to go. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Are they, uh, they, they, they already started giving out some of the awards, right? Yeah, I know Giannis got DPOY for Over the year. That's kind of weird. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know how this. They have to give Giannis something, so I'm assuming he's not going to get MVP then. Gotcha. If, since he got defensive player of the year. Right. That makes sense. Honestly, I <laughs> he's not going to get any votes, but I feel like Chris Paul mm. should be up for the conversation for how he's led that team that nobody thought they would win. Anything significant amount of games and they've made it to the playoffs mm-hmm. actually holding her on against a much superior team that he used to play against. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. That's a really good. Why is that storyline not bigger? I don't understand why it doesn't seem like folks are focusing on this fucking series. Oklahoma City. I'm like, there's a fuck about <laughs> OKC, huh? Yeah. If, yeah. I want the Rockets to win that series, though. Really? Yeah, because I think. The Rockets and the Clippers are going to have a really good competitive series, and I need them both to beat up on each other. Offense. For the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> Offense versus defense, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, so we were talking about the uh, the protest break earlier this week. So after the Kenosha situation happened, mm-hmm. uh, the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to play their game. Yeah. Um, and, and boycotted their game against the uh, uh, against the Orlando Magic, um, and that set off a chain of events where uh, the rest of the NBA games were then boycotted. Yeah. I, I guess is the right word. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there were baseball games that were supposed to happen um, that also were boycotted. Um, some WNBA games that uh, were boycotted as well. Um, I think almost every single sport decided to boycott, except for hockey. I was just about to say, yeah. <laughs> except see they for stand. hockey, yeah, we know not with us. Goddamn. <laughs> um, so yeah, every basically the sports world halted, um, and it was a moment where I guess the talent had leverage um, in terms of utilizing their platforms and their their bodies to. Um, you know, leverage what they can, and and obviously say that the Kenosha situation is unacceptable. Yeah. 
Um, so it was really, really dope to see the players kind of enact that action. Mm. Um, it was really dope to see them come up with a list of demands. Um, I heard that they got those ideas from Barack. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I don't think the NBA players would have came up with anything. No. <laughs> so I'm glad they decided to reach out to Barack on that one. Yeah, I'm glad that they, like... You know, I, I it's interesting because you it, it's really hard to expect a professional basketball player to have the world view necessary to ask real questions and come up with real solutions. Yeah. Um, not to say that those folks don't exist because I'm sure they probably do. Some people went to school for four years and, you know what I'm yeah. saying, got a degree and are just happy to be in the NBA now. Yeah. All the white second string to third string. Exactly. Mason Plumlee probably got two degrees. Have four-year degrees. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, it's hard to put a lot of, uh, I guess, expectation on them. And so to see them come up with a list of demands, whoever helped them out. But to do that, I think it's very, very, very important. It's rare. I don't think it's ever happened before. Uh, yeah, I can't say that. Well, it has, but it definitely didn't have the same impact. Because mm -hmm. I think of uh, Craig Hodges. Uh, yeah. When he went to the White House. And he had a list of demands yep. for President Bush, and Bush was not trying to hear that. The yeah, first Bush for for all the OG kids. Bush, yeah. So yeah, shout out to Craig Hodges, yeah. too, man. real nigga alert. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, the so it was a lot of people talking shit about these niggas too. Uh, in terms of oh y'all just gonna protest the game? What then? What you gonna do? You gonna go back to playing or? You're going to leave the bubble and go to Mexico? Like, what, what are you going to do? Like, what was the point? Mm. A lot of people didn't understand the point. Uh, the end goal. Yeah, of of the protest, which I thought was wild because sometimes it don't got to be a point. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you just have to make a statement. Sometimes you have to just make a stance. Mm. And especially when you don't necessarily have a lot of power, you do what you can. Yeah. And the key, though, so that that's the first step. Then you have a plan <laughs> after that, because they're right. You can't just be doing shit with for no reason, with no strategy behind it. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like the there's you don't enough people are not acknowledging the uh, importance of the emotional stance first. I think that's something that's been been overlooked. Yeah. So shout out to the NBA and now, so that was all like Thursday and Friday. Now these niggas is back, um, back and playing. So how I do you feel about that? Do you think the they should have protested longer, or you they did their made their message and they should have resumed? How do you feel? I feel like. This is going to sound so weird after what I just said. I feel like they could have done more. Mm. Um, I feel like they could have gotten more. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, I think their their list of demands coming from basketball players, great. 
if the question is if they had more organizers, if they had more Obamas in there, mm-hmm. maybe not fucking Obama. Maybe we start there. <laughs> so they should have hit up D Ray or Nah, maybe hit up oh. like Nina Turner. Mm. Maybe hit up fucking So you think it's somebody in politics they should have hit up? AOC, yeah. I I would assume you would have said people working within the community because what all they really could do for politicians is to get the NBA owners to contribute money. Not necessarily. What it like they gonna press them? Like, <laughs> what are they gonna do? I think that um no, nah, there's other things that they could do. They could pressure their legislators to pass budgets. But the only way to really do that is through money, is what I'm I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, Andrew Schultz had a suggestion that they should put their money together and buy a lobby. Yeah, a lobby, <laughs> somebody to lobby, but then you got to figure out what you're trying to lobby. Exactly. That's and so, yeah, I, I guess that's your point in having, um, you know, the folks doing the work on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I normally would default to that. Because they are the ones who they're the organizers. They know how to, they they know what the demand should be. The only reason why I say um, to press like the young legislators and politicians of the culture yeah. is because the whole voting thing is important. And so I would think that so they would they utilize say. that. Mm-hmm. Right. So they said. But I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying is I. I I would think that they would be able to that would be a smart move if they're you know huge pushes behind voting and making sure that people vote then that's why I would utilize the like culturally relevant legislators to push that dual message to I would definitely have some community organizers in the room and you know yeah but like the public facing shit would be with those with the legislators I think okay um, but yeah, and then all that being said, I don't, I don't think they did a bad job. I think they did a good job. Yeah, they they got a couple things I thought were smart and cool. Mm-hmm. Like the most basic one was turning the NBA arenas into polling stations. Yeah, yeah, that was smart. Um, especially in the times of like the COVID, where like usually you're in a small room or right. some. Cramp like I usually go to the library and it's not the biggest, it's just their conference room, right? And if I get NBA arena, <laughs> it's huge, yeah. So that was that was a good idea, especially um, when everybody's trying to do some kind of voter suppression and shit, right? The thing is, though, what's interesting is cause I don't know how laws are in other places, but you can't just pop up a polling station in, in Illinois, okay? No, how do you? What's that process look like then? It has to get a like it has to get approved by the board. Yeah, I'm um, it doesn't happen board once of or it takes, weeks before. <laughs> yes, it, it would be very hard to do. I remember, mm. but I don't even know. Are the CCCs polling places right now? I don't think they are. Community I remember, colleges. yeah, the community colleges. Yeah, I, I don't think that they are in Chicago. 
And I remember an organizer friend of mine telling me about they were trying to get that done. And I think it was specifically Truman where they were trying to, like, make it a polling place. And for whatever reason, it was extremely hard for them to do it. Hmm. And it took their entire four year college at they were they were a DePaul student. God damn. And it never happened. And I still don't think they're polling places today. Uh, so, so it's yeah. not as simple as just so hey let's make this a polling yeah. place. I wonder if that's universally within the United States that difficult. It seems like it should be. Not necessarily difficult, but it should be some kind of process. Right. Because you don't just want to be having it anywhere, like, you know what I'm saying, in the liquor store. Right, right. <laughs> you well, get a 40 not? with your Shit. vote. Instead of a why sticker, not? you get a 40. Shit. That'll work. I voted. You know how many niggas will go vote, bro? <laughs> and all of, them, all of them that ain't registered to vote? You got to register. <laughs> register on site. There you go. <laughs> Same day registration. Boom. Half folks out here right. Turn at the, <laughs> turn at the polls. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, that would be dope. Uh, so yeah man Shout out to the NBA players Shout out to the uh, Organizing work That they've done um, And still Fuck 12 Oh yeah Shout out to Glenn Robinson NBA legend Oh yeah RIP right Yeah Cliff Cliff Robinson Wait what are you talking Damn, about Damn I'm thinking of Glenn Robinson the third Oh man, White person move Confusing my niggas <laughs> Cliff Robinson Portland Trailblazers was a legend. Yeah, man. My Rest bad. in peace. Rest R. in R. peace R. to Mr. Robinson. <laughs> I just basically did what they did with Kevin Hart and Usain Bolt. You, <laughs> <laughs> you switched the Negroes around. Verbally. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, speaking of Negroes, you want to give out our two woke for the week? Absolutely. Your boy. My? How's this? My boy. Like, you, love, my. you love him, man. No. I hate, I hate him. I hate his movies. You know, White Chicks is not a good movie. It's hilarious, though. No, it's not. Not anymore. It all. It all. It was never that funny to me. It was funny. Nah, 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 nah. Come on, that man. shit was dumb. You don't like Brooklyn Nine Nine? Nah, no, I never watched it. I think the show is funny. I don't know if his character is the funniest. Gotcha. Because there's only so much jokes you can do with a like giant muscular black man. That's true. Where? Well, he had, might have something to say about that. I'm sure he. he, 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 he He's going his bag to, of coonery. Um, and he went back in that bag this week. This man says, he tweeted that we should defund Magic City. And now, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, here we go again. Magic City is a mecca. Magic City is a world renowned restaurant and place of entertainment. Started with a restaurant. <laughs> Uh, it's it's one of the most infamous strip clubs uh, in good old Atlanta, mm. and I guess Terry Crews' point is what now? Why defund Magic City? Because everybody's saying defund the police, and he's saying <laughs> he's just coming out of left field. Yeah, shit. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what, what's the what? When why Magic City in particular? There's so many strip clubs in Atlanta. Exactly. Why do he specifically? He must have had some shit happen to him there. <laughs> Why I'm, like, I'm not going to do the joke These things can't be in business anymore. They know too much Yeah they I don't know But why defund Okay What logical reason Is there to defund strip clubs To get rid of strip, strip clubs Um they're, They can be viewed as a place of Ill repute mm. Where they promote Things that are not good for society, I think, would be an argument you might hear for that. Okay. Um, They promote drinking, naked women, 
um, late out, late night hours, drinking in late night hours. These all sound like these aren't good things. for the general public. Yes, they are. <laughs> Think about the children. What about the children? That's why you gotta be twenty one to come in there. Then mm-hmm. he might throw out some. I don't know because I never been. I don't really know. He might say that it is damaging to young girls because they are starting to view be viewed as sexual objects or treated improperly, or they might have some kind of sex trafficking situation going on. Those women are athletes and business women. <laughs> I don't. All of, are all of them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Uh, every last one. The funniest thing I saw about it was it was like, oh, so you can shake your titties <laughs> when they can't. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that's, that, that's his famous move. Exactly. That's a nigga's go to. That is funny as fuck. You can shake your titties, but they can't. <laughs> <clears throat> Also, isn't now a bad time to defund strip clubs? Like, don't we want strip clubs up and act like people are depressed, bro? Titties make people get out of depression? Absolutely. Ass and titties, bro. Just the jiggle. A good jiggle <laughs> alone jiggle. will raise your spirits. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Just like one good clap. <laughs> You'll feel That's better. All you need. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Especially in the pandemic, man. People are depressed. Right. People at the crib. They can't really... You know what I'm saying? Mingle and be single and all that type shit. So, yeah, we need strip clubs, bro. You already hear Dr. Troy recommending an all-natural, holistic experience you can receive at the strip club to exactly. help out your depression. Exactly. You get fed <laughs> mind, body, and spirit. Okay? Spirits. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got? Uh, another big story. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, this is actually a good segue because uh, Terry Crews wants to defund... Strippers and sex workers are mad at Bella Thorne for how she finessed the OnlyFans game. Yeah. Um, so can you intro this topic? Because I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure why they're mad at Bella okay. Thorne. I know Bella Thorne started OnlyFans, got hella bread. That's all I know. Yeah. So I haven't heard 100% straight facts. What I read was a bunch of speculation. Mm. So... They were saying that, you know, she set up her OnlyFans and um, she made like a million dollars in 24 hours. Jesus. Because she got so many subscriptions. Um, And then she had, they have, I think in OnlyFans you can pay extra to see certain exclusive special content. You said I think (laughs) Most of the OnlyFans I subscribe to were like kind of weak. So I was like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. Like getting scammed. Um, so they um, they paid that money. I think it was like $100 extra to see it. She claimed to have a new... Like I said, this is part of speculation because I'm not going to see Bella Thorne's mm-hmm. <laughs> OnlyFans. I don't right. care. So um, they claimed that she said it was going to be a nude picture or something along those lines and these people all paid $100 and there was no nude picture. And so now OnlyFans is fucked up because now... People have been complaining, so they have to refund that money. So usually, I think these girls get paid within a week. So like, say like they get paid every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So it's just a seven day um, span, for every pay period. So right. because Bella Thorne fucked it up, where they had to do so many refunds and all of that, they said OnlyFans didn't have the money. So now, the regular normal content creators are getting paid every thirty days. Oh. So imagine getting paid weekly to getting paid 
monthly. <laughs> Whoa. And so like, and because of that, they're also saying that she has devalued people's um, view of OnlyFans because now people are starting to think of it as a scam opposed to a place where you can go to get like great content. Right. So that is some of the reasons why they're upset. Of course, there's like uh, individual reasons people have, but those sure. are the most major ones I saw. Yeah, those, I mean, I, that, it makes sense to be upset, but should you be upset at Bella Thorne? Exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, I never, I haven't seen any of the like top ranked content creators complaining about this. It's more been like the your local rappers, basically. <laughs> your local <laughs> it's, like, it's like your local rappers complaining about some shit Drake did about right. on iTunes or something like that. Right. Where it doesn't probably necessarily really affect their bottom line much. That makes sense. But they want to complain about it because it probably makes them feel good for their struggle page. Is Bella Thorne the first person to finesse on OnlyFans? Uh, it just happened a couple of weeks ago with uh, old girl Ruby Rose, where she, <laughs> she basically made it seem like she was going to have some exclusive new content on her page as well. Uh-huh. But it was just shit she already posted on Instagram. Oh. And she made like I think 100k in two days Wow And niggas was really mad at her So Bella Thorne probably took that I was like I like that Right <laughs> She was like It's a scam for me So, so she, like But how do people get refunded though Cause don't you opt into this Uh, That part do? Do I think they wanted a, refu- a subscription refund I don't know if they can refund From them paying for that extra content Why would you want to Cause it's like false advertisement like, cause it's like I, <laughs> this is gonna sound like I'm really more into this than what I am, but fuck it. So, like, <laughs> certain people like no nudity like in their description, so you know that. Right. Some people will be like, oh, I post nudity, I do da 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 da. Right. I think the fact that she alluded to there being nudity, if you pay gotcha. this extra money, so where the scam comes in and why people might be able to get that refund. What movies is she in? I don't even know she. I don't know any of these white actors yeah, I don't know and actresses. I don't even know where, she, where she's from. Like what her major role is. Oh, she's never been in anything. <clears throat> That's why. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Shit? Uh, Blend it. Shake it up. What? Mm-mm. Her and him. Oh wait, that's a Pornhub movie. <laughs> it's got a Pornhub stamp on that one. So how does she make so much money? Alvin and the Chipmunks road trip. Maybe she, is she done TV? Does she does does she does does she do TV as well or something? This is all of her. This is movies and movies. TV shows. Oh okay. What TV show? Shake it up was the TV show. Is that a Disney show? <sighs> Never heard of it. Is this a Disney show or a Nickelodeon show? That's a bunch of Disney actors yeah. related to in a search. Maybe it is. Maybe that's why niggas. So she's a Disney star. Uh, I guess that makes sense Why people were willing to pay that much Oh she put out her own Nudes Oh When um What was that shit called While the celebrity news got Hacked um Oh yeah The, the fappening The fappening <laughs> <laughs> And I think she just dropped her shit Instead of being like um Extorted she, right. I think she just dropped her shit She did an Eminem Right, right, right. <laughs> All right, well, so I guess, but uh, what I don't understand is how you can be mad at Bella Thorne, though. She fucked the market up. It's basically, it seems like, to relate another topic, 
it seems like people are mad because she is changing the ecosystem, kind of what Joe mm-hmm. Budden is claiming he's doing with Spotify. He's trying to change the ecosystem for that particular market, right? Which is the that media, yeah, the podcast world. Yeah. So, good segue into Mr. Budden and, and Spotify. So. For those who don't know, uh, the Joe Joe Button podcast uh, was exclusively on Spotify for the last two years. They were actually the first big podcast that Spotify signed. Uh, yep. Kind of like as a test run, apparently. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I guess within the culture, that is definitely the biggest one. Oh yeah, for sure. Amy Schumer, but who the. F- she didn't even have a big pop. <laughs> exactly. Because it's Amy Schumer and nobody right. else. And so, yeah, the Joe Budden has made news because he is uh, ending his deal, or I guess not extending his deal with Spotify and yeah. is not being quiet about why. Uh, so he's talked uh, <laughs> on his podcast for the last couple episodes about his business dealings with Spotify and how him and his crew have felt about it. And also kind of uh, revealed what his goal and intention in doing all this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, this is where it gets interesting because, like, fuck the specifics of Joe Budden podcast deal with Spotify. The important piece to me is how do we treat trailblazers? Mm. And especially, so a lot of times we don't even get the gift of someone announcing that, hey, guys. I'm out here trailblazing <laughs> and True. trying to bring yeah. information for y'all. Um, usually folks would just do that, right? Like they do it quietly. Um, so this is a situation where Joe is actually proclaiming like, hey, y'all, I'm trying to go get some information and I'm trying to bring it back and let y'all know. Yeah. So, um, and I, I'm saying that because there are people who are um, not supporting the trailblazing. <laughs> and this, it's just mind-boggling to me how that's the case it's the same crowd of people who were upset at dame dash at Uh, the breakfast club it's the same group like it's cool everybody is not supposed to be a boss quote-unquote everybody's Mm -hmm. not equipped to do that everybody it's not everybody's role talked about knowing your role on this podcast before but for the people who are equipped to do that why the fuck would you get in their way how does that make sense how is that helpful I, hmm. To me, it seems like it's more about ownership because he has a product that he wants to own and is not willing to compromise. Where a lot of the most of the people in the podcast world actually, yeah, they just podcast and it's owned by somebody else and they just get paid through those people. And we kind of seen some of this with the Who's Your Daddy um, thing. Mm-hmm. Where they didn't really own the podcast, but they were just getting paid. Right. So, like, if you don't own it, you never really can control how much you're getting paid because it's somebody else's. And they'll be like, well, fuck you. We'll get rid of you. Like they did with uh, Joe Budden on um, Everyday Struggle. Right. Like they did the girls on Who's Your Daddy. Yeah. So, Joe Budden, I think from that Everyday Struggle, realized that owning your product is more important than getting paid for your product. Mm-hmm. Or being part of a product and getting paid for it, I should right. say. So. I think that's why some of the disconnect is people don't understand the importance of ownership. That's why Dame Dash is always preaching, be your own boss, own your shit, fund yourself. Because when you do those things, you aren't stuck to people being able to control your creativeness and or your product. Right. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What do you say to the people that would say that um, they they would disagree with the well? Okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> what would you say to the people who would say that? Yeah, it's all cool to own your thing, but if you can't sell it, it's not worth anything. True. Right? So if you claim to have this commodity. Mm-hmm. But no one will do business with you for it. Then what is it worth? It's worth absolutely nothing, because like in your, at least in if we use the Joe Button podcast in particular, their leverage is that they have this fan base that's dedicated mm-hmm. to them, right? Not necessarily the platform, right? So if they just want exclusively to SoundCloud, their fan base will follow them. Let's go there, right? Like because they followed them from being all on other DSPs to just being exclusively on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like I literally was like, I don't, I didn't even listen to podcasts on Spotify when he moved over at that point. But because I was like, man, I feel like I'm missing out. I'm just starting to listen to my podcast on Spotify. Right. Me being a loyal fan brought Spotify other podcast listens by me just fucking with them just strictly for the podcast because before I just used a podcast app that just ripped it from wherever right. the podcasts were. Right. So like they have fans that are that dedicated and listen that long that I guess if you don't have that you have no bargaining chips in the first place. So right. you're already off. you're not even in the gym. Right. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you asking for a tryout. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's a good point. When you uh, what I would say is to those folks is you don't have to do business with those people. Yeah. And what I think he's doing is he's creating his own ecosystem to compete with those mm-hmm. entities. And that's where it becomes important because all you have to do is build a base. Yeah. That's it's literally as simple as that. <laughs> Once you build the base, now you have the leverage because yeah. now you have the people, you have the you have the money at that point. So. I, I think this is um, the best example of what I think Combat Jack saw. Mm. What he wanted to do with loudspeaker network because mm-hmm. I noticed he always kept accumulating different talents because I think he wanted to have a conglomerate. Yeah. As far as podcasts, because he's one of the pioneers to see these things early on and started building it, and a lot of other people came after him. Because Combat Jack yeah. has been—he started podcasting, I think. Well, not podcasting, podcasting, but started an internet radio, maybe a couple years, two, three years after uh, Joe Rogan. Mm. I used to listen to Combat Jack on like how the fuck I how the fuck I used to listen to it, but it wasn't on podcast. It wasn't on Apple Podcasts. And like that show was hilarious because I'd never seen that type of hip hop interview. Right. And um, he really pioneered the way for a lot of people. So I think Joe Budden is taking that and it's kind of running with it. He's taking the torch and running with mm-hmm. it where he wants to start his own thing that isn't beholden to these um, giant music or podcast companies kind of right. determining your own worth. I mean, he's trying to do it in a way where he shows everybody his worth. Right. Yeah, and then for uh, for us and our fellow potters, it's a lot of gems. Yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of, of gems yeah. for those who have eyes to see. Yeah. A lot of gems. I was taking notes, nigga. Yeah, because I did not. <laughs> I never really 
well, maybe because we don't have like crazy numbers, but I never thought about the importance of the analytics. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're important, but I never thought about their importance in relation to the marketing and ads. Right. And how yeah. valuable that is. Yes. That's, um, yeah, all, there's a lot of great information in there. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk too much about it because we competing with some of you niggas. So <laughs> oh, yeah. you gotta get the information out there. Yeah, but it's uh it's out there. Really good listen the last couple of, of pods. Mm-hmm. Um some really good gems in there. Especially if you love a good old Joe Button rant. Oh man, it's great. <laughs> they're classic. They're they're classic. You get to yelling about shit that's not yell worthy. Mm-hmm. That should be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and then mauling them be just egging him on low key. <laughs> like they just feed the beast. Um so yeah, shout out to the JBP, shout out to Spotify. If y'all still got some exclusive deal money, come holler at the self med pie, we could talk. Uh our Rolexes That shit was fucking hilarious. Um, all right, what else we got? Ooh, we got a new versus. Uh the versus is happening today. So these predictions are actually going to be very, very timely. Mm. Uh, Brandy and Monica are doing the verses. Yeah. Do you have a prediction on who's going to win? This one's tough for me because when they were both at the prime of their careers, I wasn't really listening to R&B. I was strictly Mm. rap. So I missed out on that. And I guess I always thought Brandy was the more popular and more accomplished between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But apparently they're pretty comparable as far as like stats. Yeah. Like as far as awards and number ones and you know, yeah. things along that line. So I guess it's going to be much of a more of a closer match than what I thought. And I saw a lot of people saying online that were more versed than uh <laughs> Double entendre Don't ask me how <laughs> <laughs> More versed In the uh, The two artists Catalogs They A lot of people Were saying um, Monica's gonna Pull it off Yeah So I I gotta I guess I gotta Go with the crowd As an ignorant You know Fan Um, You have a, a Hit count Or whatever the fuck I don't Round know. count Ooh. Yeah, You gonna get me lying I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> pull it out My ass I'm assuming since they're comparable statistic-wise, this is another battle that's going to come down to, like, timing mm-hmm. and, like, um, the stories you tell around, like, the songs and how entertaining you make it. So I'm going to say 12-8 Monica. 12-8 Monica. Uh, I'm actually surprised. I thought you was going to go with Brandy. I thought I was going to come in here with a hot take and say that Monica was going to win. <laughs> from the couple polls I've seen, a lot of people think Monica's going to win. Yeah. Mon- Monica. I'm surprised to see Brandy was going to be the underdog, personally. Yeah, I think I think Monica's going to win. Um, also, Monica just went through a breakup. <laughs> so she got some bars. I hope she plays some, some unreleased music. A free C Murder shirt on it. Ooh, that would be awesome. <laughs> That would be fucking awesome. It's gonna be very entertaining though. Uh it's funny because at that same time when you were not listening to R and B, that's mm. all my parents would let us listen to. So <laughs> which is weird. Because, nigga. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because whatever. Um so yeah, I listened to a lot of Monica. Okay. I listened to a lot of Brandy. And I think the thing about Brandy is she's also an actress and is like has a mm. famous ass little brother, so she's more visible. 
Right. Um, Actually, my, that's who's going to win the versus Ray J. Ray J is going to win. That, that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ray J is going to win. It's going to be Ray Kai. It's going to be with, with little scooty bikes all over the all just over the keep shit. rolling through the screen on the scooty, <laughs> on the scooty bike. bike. With his headphones on. Yeah. Already, dog. That's what I would do. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Monica is going to win. I, I think it's going to be like, what, 13 7? Okay. Ooh. Something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's that's just me personally. I'm really excited about this one. Though. I'm interested to so see. Gonna be right up in your bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see the entertainment part of it. Like the song we, we we've yeah. talked about this. What we've learned is what makes the verses is everything but the songs that they're mm-hmm. playing. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see, you know, what type of stories we're gonna hear. This is what the second R and B. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of R and B. Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's this, I think it's the second. Woman versus woman, yes. Erica Badu and um, Jill Scott. Jill Scott was fair. Yeah, this is this is the old. Are they gonna do a a women rap versus? Who would that be? OGs like <laughs> what MC OG, Light. She don't got twenty hits. <laughs> Missy Elliott is one of the few women rappers that has twenty clear cut hits. Missy uh, versus Nicki. I was thinking that that would. Be interesting. I don't think Nikki would do it though. No, <laughs> she was. She, nah, she was setting herself up for memes. Yeah, no, nah, she was not. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people want to see Mickey, uh, Mickey, uh, Missy. She uh, might have to battle a dude. Pharrell. Mm. I can see that because it would also be themed. Yep. And it's also Virginia, right? They yeah, that's from Virginia. Yeah, that would be the thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. I would watch that. Yeah, because Missy, Missy, Missy has done. I know it's like artist, producer, and Pharrell's producer artist, but they both dabbled in each other's crafts. Yep. So it would be entertaining. Yeah, I would. I would definitely watch that. Um, so yeah, shout out to Monica and Brandy. I think Monica is going to win. I hope my prediction comes true. Don't really. If it doesn't, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Entertain. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's see. Is there anything else to get to? Terry Crews, Brandy Monica, Joe Button, Bella Thorne. Yeah, another rest in peace to, to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, RIP Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I didn't, like, I think I didn't realize the impact he had with Black Panther. Cause I waited three years for Black Panther to come out, cause I never heard of the cartoon. But like one late night, randomly, I was watching BET, you know, and after the uh, <laughs> the Peter Popoff goes off, yeah, 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 I was watching this cartoon, and it was like it was taking place in Africa, and Captain America was getting his ass whooped by this <laughs> dude with a black suit on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And it turns out it was Black Panther. And ever since then, I like bought the DVD series and um. Learn more about the comic comic book character and his Mm -hmm. history. So when I found out the movie was coming out, I was like super hyped for three years. Yeah, (laughs) this is a long time to maintain your hypeness. Right. (laughs) Were you disappointed by the movie? Uh, No, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. But um, like I guess because I was well aware of the Black Panther, I never thought about how people that never heard of him and how he was impacted them when the movie came out. Right. And to kind of see some of these clips pop back up that were around when the movie was um, pre- pre- being premiered and he was um, promoting it. 
Like it was It hits different Some of those clips Like the little kids And the women Grown adults Just like crying And just Feeling so much pride Yeah You know so It's kind of dope to Kind of relive that second hand now Unfortunately because he passed But Yeah Yeah man The Black Panther I don't think I've ever seen No shit like that before bro (laughs) Niggas was literally Showing the fuck out For their movie Yeah Niggas was literally Getting dressed up To (laughs) motherfucking nines Packing out Every single movie theater Multiple times Like over Like Yeah Niggas really showed out For Black Panther It was like How white people act For Star Wars Is how black people Act for Black Panther Exactly Exactly Man it sucks Cause you just want to be able to experience more of his art. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, all of the roles that he were in were really. Yeah, I can't good. say it's a movie I didn't like that he was in. I haven't seen all his movies, but right. every one I've seen, I can't. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Um, and it's not just his ability to act; it's the stories that he's choosing mm-hmm. to tell. Very well. intentional, like Denzel. Yep. With the roles he picked. Yep. Who's his like? Didn't Denzel somehow get him into acting school or yeah. something like that? Like, I un, unknown to Denzel, he donated some money to help some Howard alum students go into the, I think, do like some post school acting mm-hmm. thing. And Denzel was one of those people that helped him. Gotcha. Just donated money and he wrote a letter to Denzel kind of thanking him and. Years later, he was able to tell that story once he started getting some of these like significant and impactful roles. Right. So that was pretty dope. That was dope. See, representation. Yep, it's important. Um, he went to HBCU. Howard. Howard. You know. Hey, yo, check this out. What? Why? What is it that these corporations say to these young athletes? That automatically makes them want to give away oh, everything. Have a two-hour podcast. I'm not. I just <laughs> what there's there's something said. What are the words we to get someone? White woman with loose morals on the campus. <laughs> and also, they're like, "Here's a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars to get your family off the hood." <laughs> That's mostly what it is. They're literally right. paying these niggas like. Yeah, Howard University is not giving you a hundred thousand underneath the table or giving your uncle right. a job that he don't really got to work where he make fifty thousand dollars. You know, so check this out. Let's say that you have uh, a ten year old prodigy baseball player. Mm-hmm. Okay, this kid is going places. Right, clearly, clearly going to be drafted. You know, out of high school, very very high, probably going straight to the league. High prospect. Yeah. Right. Probably at around age 10, maybe a little bit younger, but around age 10, these corporations are going to start hopping in that kid's parents' ear. Okay? Corporations or schools? No, the corporations. Okay. Via the schools or whatever, but it's really the corporations. The Nikes, the motherfucking, all of these endorsement folks, mm-hmm. they're going to start talking to them at around that age. <laughs> they're going mm-hmm. to start that. Then the kid is going to go, he's going to decide if he, if he goes to school, where to go to school. Right. So now schools are also going to be competing for him. Mm-hmm. So from a very early age, it's very apparent that you are a fucking walking commodity and, <laughs> and yeah. valuable, right? At what point 
do we decide to give away our commodity like literally just hand it the fuck over for nothing at what was, like what was point down the line I don't think it's, if you're a project and you're that highly touted like what you're talking about I don't think it's ever for nothing okay so think about this Zion mm-hmm. he signed with Nike right yep why I mean he went to a Nike school that's what they, they yeah. so but are we gonna sit up here and act like Zion couldn't compete with Nike in probably 10 to 15 years if he did on his own um, if he went big baller brand and, yeah. and came up with his own shoe company, yeah. hire some designers, get get Virgil and Ye to design his shoes mm. for the Zion Footwear Company, <laughs> right? In in ten years, you're going to be competing with Nike. You're not going to be a Nike employee. He still can do that. That's like, true. That's hard to do off the rip, right? It's kind of with the Joe Budden thing. You have to show your worth Proof of concept First Within the NBA Because Zion didn't uh, I'm slow huh? I'm not gonna get that brother In the NBA To do something like that mm. So like Since he hadn't proved his worth Nike's gonna just Throw you money at you Because they Are paying you off potential Gotcha So once you prove Or exceed that potential Then you can start I feel like Getting into your own thing Because like say KD well, Steph has his own line now, but like KD, Steph, um, LeBron, Zion, all these players decided to start their own company. That should have surpassed Nike basketball really fast. Mm-hmm. And they would have the money to pull it together. It's just a matter of if they want to compete with these big giants that have been paying them for years right. or not, which a lot of people don't want to do, as we've seen with the show button right. thing again, to kind of bring that back around. So. Yeah, because like a rookie doesn't know enough about business to do something like that. And I think that's why Big Baller Brand kind of feels short. Right. They weren't savvy enough. They were savvy business, but not savvy enough. Lonzo Ball hasn't turned out to be a big enough star to really push that brand forward. He don't even fuck with the brand anymore. That's true. Yeah, he's not associated anymore. The uh, LaMelo has the potential to do it. But again, it's potential. Yeah. Again, yeah. potentially. You know, he's not going to get, he might get a deal. He signed with Puma already, actually. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, and shout out to him. That's a dope move. Yeah. But a lot of the young up and coming people are signing with Puma. Fucking with Puma, yeah. DeAndre Adden, um, Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. They got a nice little young roster. Little roster. Yeah. Shout out to Puma. Um, they also have Hove. And J. Cole I just thought <laughs> J. Cole yeah. got a shoe Whole ass shoe Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah Puma's the shit come Serena up. I think Puma is an offshoot of Adidas Oh is it? If I, if I remember correctly um, There were two brothers They were both working under Adidas Something happened One of the brothers split And he started Puma Don't call me on that But also True facts. <laughs> what are facts, man? We don't need facts. It's a great story. Split and rivalry with Puma. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm I've been out of the sneaker game for a minute, so my memory's a little fuzzy with all the shoe shit, but yeah. What would make you get back into the shoe game? <laughs> Nigga stop being goddamn hype beast. Mm. Like I just I can't deal with the uh, 
I would only get, uh, I guess actually to give you a real answer, if I became a millionaire, that way I would, that would be the only way I would be, feel comfortable paying those exorbitant resale prices. Yeah. And not having to deal with trying to get them within a store or politic that way or do some online release. Right. I'm just playing three times what they're worth and just call it a day. <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> it's less stressful. Yeah. That's real. Um, yeah, these brothers were named Adolf and Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. That's funny. Yeah. Germans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think, well, maybe now, but I feel like back in the day, a lot of people didn't know Adidas was a German company. Yeah. There's money in this goddamn sneaker game, man. It's, a, it's such a finesse. It's <laughs> such a finesse. Um, all right. I don't, I don't really have too much more to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, just a real quick announcement. You're going to hear this uh, in the second part of the week. But um, we're now coming to you live with two episodes every single week. We're going to do our regular Monday episode. And then we're going to do over-the-counter episode. Mm. On Thursdays, we said, right? Great name, yes. Yes, it was it was a moment of inspiration. I was literally at the at the light over there by the Sir Mac Mark, and I was like, yeah. "Best ideas, Eureka moments." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, over the counter episode going to come to you on Thursdays. We're going to talk about um, the shit y'all want to talk about. So, this is going to be our opportunity to talk about topics that uh, the listeners want us to talk about. Try to engage with y'all. We can do advice. We can do. Uh, call-ins We can do all kinds of yeah. shit Emails All of that shit Slide in the DMs Slide in the DMs Let us know If your an- anonymity Needs to be protected We got you um, But yeah man we, we're, we're, we're leveling up We told y'all we're gonna, we're gonna keep leveling up So now you get Two of these a week um, And they're gonna be shorter For the people <laughs> That's Yes <laughs> The lift was an issue Yeah we not Joe Budden We can't oh, oh, <laughs> We not Joe Budden. Our our listener retention rate ain't three hours. It ain't three hours yet. We not there yet. We'll get there eventually. We'll get there. Nobody wants to hear me talk for three fucking hours a week, bro. You ain't the only one. I I don't want to hear myself talk for three. Right. Right. Um, All right. So, yeah. That's that's what it is. It is what it is. Uh, As always, I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely motherfucking nothing. As always with the captain of the igloo, young popular and friendly, aka the box hunter, aka one pop poppy, aka the bottom feeder. Demons exist. Uh yeah, you know what it is. Self-medicated podcast. We out. element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose.